This is the Who's to Say podcast with your struggle bus captain, Grant Sheffield. All right, guys, welcome to episode 26 of the Who's to Say podcast. It's your struggle bus captain here, Grant Sheffield, and today we have Sam Azani on the pod. Hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? What's up, Grant? So, dude, what are you doing today? What are your plans? Uh, I got two more shows left at Good Nights Comedy Club. I'm hosting for Ryan Callen from the Goldbergs, uh, mm-hmm. Fighter of the Kid podcast, and Matt TV. Give it up for Brian Callen. Exactly. Just read the whole yeah, thing on the paper. That's my uh, that's my uh, intro. How the crowd's been? Dude, been good. The shows have been good. The shows have been really good. Uh, the Thursday show was awesome, super hot crowd, like immediately, which is like really fun. Was it seven or the nine? Oh, it was on the Thursday. Show. This is just on yeah. Thursday. It was one show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Friday was still the early show. Friday was still a good show, but it was like work. Like after the Thursday show, it was like Thursday show was like fun. Like out of the gate, like you just like yeah. they didn't even need to be warmed up. Like it was just like I said hello. Yep. Welcome to the show. They were already warmed up. So like I just was like, so like going to my act was easy. Like I just did jokes and they were already like, first yeah. joke, they were like, all right, I'm in. Okay. What'd you um, open with? I used to like three some bit. Okay. It's, it's usually what I open with. Um, Let but, me ask you this. So when you do that joke, that lets you know what type of crowd you're going to be in front of? Uh, no, I mean, that joke almost always works no matter what. It's, I use it because it's, uh, I use it for a couple reasons. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I would hope any joke you don't say. <laughs> but uh, it's probably like it's pretty inoffensive. Yep. Um, and it's also, uh, I mean, it's like classic kind of like making fun of yourself move. Yep. And I've gotten it down to like where it's under like a minute at this point. Like I was, remember it used to be long. It used to be a long fucking story, and it sucked. I mean, it was it was it didn't suck. It was just stupid. It just didn't need to be that long. Yeah. So like now I got it like under a minute, and it's just like really punchy, and like immediately it's like the first like the first line out of the gate's funny. So yep. it's like. It's just a good thing to open with. It just helps me out because it like um, it's funny. Then they also it kind of endears myself to them. Sure, because you know, it's uh, like he's like oh, he's making fun of himself. It's like it's whatever. I want to say I saw the. I think I saw that joke when it was first starting out, like at the Raw Product Show, the old place, not where it is now. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. Yeah, I mean it was, it was like a six or seven minute bit then. It wasn't that long. That probably felt like it. It really wasn't. It wasn't that. It was never. Come on, dude. I swear, guys. Really? It was probably like it's probably the second comic. It was probably like at the most like three minutes. Okay, three minutes. Okay, which is long. Which is a long time because it's really like ultimately like the joke is that I look like a lesbian, which is like kind of so that's too long to get. to... I mean, it was funny along the way. It was just over time you get a better sense for joke writing, and you just kind yeah. of be like, okay, like oh. Mm. Need to say this. I don't need to say this. How can I get to here faster? Right. And then oh, you're just kind of like, and that's just been the biggest thing with like what my writing is like. If it's doesn't serve a purpose, I just like try to get rid of it. I'm like, okay, get this out, get this out, right. get this out. And you used to, like I used to get like married, so like I get married to like certain things and jokes, and I'm like, I don't want to get rid of this. Out of it. And mm-hmm. You're like, well, why? If it doesn't add anything, I'll keep it. Yeah, it's not funny. It's like it's not funny. It's like why do you care? Like why are you like I want to keep this because it's like. Something to you, it's like, yeah. It's like, okay, who cares? Just get it, just get rid of it, yeah, yeah, for sure. I got the same thing in my jokes. Yeah. Um, so you got two more shows this weekend, or yeah, more, two more, today's Saturday, 
Yeah, two more tonight. Uh, two more tonight. Uh, yep. Seven o'clock and ten o'clock. So if you got a time machine when this comes out, yeah, time to see that. Uh, no, I'm excited about it. They'd be good. Like, yeah, the, first, the early show was like work. Uh, they were fine. Like I just felt like I actually like I was actually like felt like I had to host. You know oh, what I'm okay. Yeah, because like the Thursday show, I was just like immediately like I was like I felt like I was just doing a set because they were already warmed up. Like they they already were like really warm like immediately. So like, I was yeah. just like I don't really have to like. Like, I could just, like, they were ready, so, like, it wasn't, but, like, the, the, the early show, they were, like, a little, like, they were, like, a little, like, kind of tight, mm-hmm. so it took, like, I mean, like, like, five minutes in, they were, like, ready to go, but it just yeah, kind of yeah. sucked, it was just, like, after the first show, you're, like, damn, okay, yeah, this is not gonna be, like, that all weekend, but then the late show was great, the late show was awesome again, and they were, ra- both the Thursday crowd and the late show Friday were rowdy. Anybody get kicked out, or? No, not like that, but it's just like that's what I prefer. Like I, like, I feed yeah. off like the energy of the room. So like when you like when the light, if like the lights go off and they just start cheering and like going crazy, they're yeah. like, "This is gonna be a good show." Heck yeah, yeah. Because you just like you know like yeah, I think you know, I, you know, I was listening to a recording from Thursday, and like I think I said I was like, I was like, oh man, this is like this is like thank, I'm glad you're all here. This is gonna be easy. You guys are ready to go. And just and I just like immediately went into my bits. Yeah, so, like that's yeah, but I mean it's I was just, that's how I felt. I was like, this is gonna be like a slam dunk. And then uh, you're in Oklahoma next week. Yeah, I got a show here on Monday. I'm doing like the I'm doing that charity showcase thing. That uh, oh, the brain cancer. That yeah, the brain cancer thing that uh, I'm in the song puts on. Oh, you said. Are we talking about that? Are you doing Rob Snyder's? Show? Yeah, I think it's for brain cancer too. Oh, I was thinking. Damn, about we should switch one of them to something else. These brain cancer kids get way too much money. <laughs> I said because the one guy has brain cancer, he has like an operable tumor. He like a Chapel Hill comic. I don't know. That. I don't know if you saw the post on Triangle Comedy about that. Oh no, not that. I want to reach different. out because I want like, oh, what's the time? Yeah, it's so sad. Anyway, how much time can I do? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, it's real tragic. Anyway, uh, how many people is this paid? <laughs> I know. I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm a big whatever this, whatever the cause is. I'll be there. Like, yeah, just want to do some time. Anti-Jews, whatever, <laughs> just let me get some time. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, and then Wednesday, uh, Thursday, I leave for Oklahoma. Yeah, like, Thursday through what? Dude, Thursday through, like, it's like the 14th through the 24th. Woo! Yeah, it's a long time. It's going to be kind of tough. Uh, the shows will be fun, but, like, we're going to be in, like... Same venue? Two different venues. So we're flying into Tulsa. Okay. And then we have a weekend in Tulsa with... I have a weekend in Tulsa with Andy Woodhall... Really funny. Check him out. He's really funny. His new album just came out, Step Parenting 2. Yes. The uh, Teenage Years, I think yeah. is what it's called. Uh, came out on 420. Blaze it, my friends. Yeah, uh, yeah no, uh, he's a really funny dude. He's been taking me on the road, uh, which has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's been really great to be able to do that. But yeah, we're, uh, he's, we'll be out of town, but we're going to be like, a, it's going to be, he was, he's like, we're in a comedy condo. Nice. Um, we're like kind of far, like, we're like in the carry equivalent of both Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Like where the oh, house is, okay. so we're like not like in the area and like yeah. I don't even know how big these places are at to begin with. Sure. So we're like kinda like in a suburb. He was saying it's like it might be a little bit boring. We're just gonna be like hanging around at the house. Oh. So I'm gonna pack up my Nintendo Switch and just oh, bet. bring my notebook and some books and just work, but yeah. It's ten days. And it's ten days. So ten days stretch. Ten days, but it's six days of shows. So they're uh, we got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we don't have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. 
we have a show Wednesday, but it's like not actually a show. It's okay. like a, we're like closing the open mic. They're just uh, like letting us. Yeah. Because we're gonna be there. Sure. Um, but I actually think that's what they always do. I think that like to entice people to come to the open mic, that yeah, they yeah. have like the people that are gonna be there that weekend. Like sometimes, that's cool. just if they come into town early, close out the mic. Yeah. So it'll be fun. I mean, it'll be definitely. It'll be interesting. It'll be good to run that time. Oh yeah, you do a longer set. Is it twenty or twenty-five? It's twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five. Nice. A consistent twenty-five for ten straight days, dude. Yeah, I mean it's been really great. I mean I I just got off a weekend with him from Greenville, and that was twenty-five plus because like mm-hmm. it was like pretty. He's pretty chill about that. I mean yeah. I don't try to blow past it, but like I've like done the most I've ever done in like a set is the thirty. I've done thirty-two minutes mm-hmm. at Idiot Box. That's right, like maybe like. June. I think that was the beginning of the year, so that's like six months ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and that had like a story in it, so kind of. How long was the story you did in that? Uh, Honestly, it didn't end up contributing to the. T- it like I fucked it up. It was so like I was trying to close on the story that I'd been working on, and Jenny, uh, who owns the club, uh, with Steve Lesser, really great two people. They're awesome. But, yeah, awesome. They like they had a hard out that night. And I mistimed it, so, like, I got, like, my, like, five-minute light. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll start the story. I was like, the story is, like, eight minutes long. Um, so, it just ended up me, like, railroading to the story and just being kind of stupid. Ah, okay. Um, but, I, but ultimately, it's fine, because, like, I don't even need the story for, like, I mean, I don't even need the story for, like, the set. Like, I, yeah, like, yeah. I have enough material now. Like, it's... I have enough material now, but like I have enough material now that I actually like. Yeah. Um, that I feel. Cause like it sucks when you have to do like a longer set and you're, especially when you're newer, like you have to do like a longer set and you like, in your heart feel like you're like I don't even I'm doing this joke because I have to do this joke. Yeah. But I don't even like this. Like I don't even believe in this bit. That I'm For doing. sure. So that's nice. I mean, how much? Uh, what's long as you've done? Uh, long as I've done like thirty two, thirty three. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's nice, man. It's nice. I mean, it's definitely, there's definitely a difference between featuring and doing 25 and like headlining a show locally and doing 25. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely, it's harder to do the feature spot. Feature spot's a lot harder just because like they're, they just don't like, they're like not sure why you're even there. Like you're just kind of like in the way of like why they came. You're the guy before the guy. Yeah, you're the guy before the guy. They don't, like, have any trust in your ability. Like, they know that you... They have, like, sort of, like, semi-trust in your ability based upon, like, okay, I mean... Uh... Yeah. Like, I mean, like, the guy brought you here, so I guess... Well, they don't even know that a lot of times. They don't even know that. They just... They're, like, do you work for the club? Like, who are you? Like, are okay. you an employee? It's, like... Yeah, your, your neighbor's like doing a bunch of wild boy shit outside just yeah. some books what the fuck you're not even schooling anymore just, you're ruining our podcast <laughs> we're trying to talk about how good my career's going right. <laughs> I'm trying nice to talk girl. about how successful I've been and you're ruining it <laughs> uh, no it's been good uh, but no, it's definitely different it's like definitely harder to cause like at the end of like, if you, like closing on a showcase locally there's just like an assumption that you're good. Like their yeah. assumption because you're just last. They're like, oh, this guy's obviously good. They're yep. the last person and they're doing the most time and they have the biggest picture on the poster. So yep. it's like right. they have to be good. And like the set's the same. Okay. 
like I'm doing the same thing I'd be doing on a feature set versus a headlining set. It's just that they they immediately like it because they're like, ah, this is what we've been waiting for. And I'm like, mm. you're getting the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just all psychological with the audience. Gotcha. But it's tough when you're featuring because you're just like, all right, come on, guys. I know yeah. I'm good too, I swear. I'm not as good as the person open, uh, headlining, but I mean, I'm not as good as the person opening. <laughs> <laughs> That too, like, I'm not as good as the opening guy, but I'm still here, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, you're just trying to, like... Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's, that's an interesting transition going from, like, uh, hosting spots to feature spots. Yeah, man, because, like, I feel like I got that down. I was talking to somebody, uh, about it the other day, and I was talking, like, I feel like at this point I've got, like, I mean, you always get better. Yeah, for sure. At everything, but, like, I've got, like, my head around hosting. Yeah, because, I mean, you host so many spots, uh, that you... Yeah, I posted, I posted so much shit at this point where, and I host so frequently that you're like, okay, I like, I know how to do this. Like, I know yeah. how to handle like a lot of situations. I know sure. how to like, I know how to handle it if my jokes aren't working. Yeah. Like, I, I feel I, like I'm also hosting a variety of different shows. Yeah, like not just like stand-up shows. I've done some shows that don't even have stand-up in it. It's yeah, like, like I've never hosted trivia, yeah. or if you hosted like uh, I've never hosted any non-stand-up stuff. I've hosted like open mics. And, stand-up shows, but I've never not, I've, it's always been comedy. Yeah, I think I, I hosted, I used to host uh, Brett's trivia thing every now and again. Oh yeah, you fill in for Yeah, just see if that's I can, fun. That was a fun thing, because I don't like trivia, because I don't fucking... Yeah, it'd be the shit. Yeah, but that's fun. It's probably chill, because it's like pretty low, uh, I mean, if you're funny, cool, but like, they don't, ex- they just, they don't expect you to be. Yeah, they just expect you to read. That's yeah, they just want you to read, so like, if you're, if you're better than just being person who's reading they're like you were really fun Mm -hmm. Um, I ripped the whole town but yeah I I definitely would say that uh, you gotta do a lot of different uh, shows to learn that to hone that craft of hosting I think yeah but like then once you get that down that's fun and then hosting's fun like and it's like not stressful anymore like you're like I have to do 10 minutes to open the show and you're like the only thing you really need to think about is like okay well what do I want yeah. Like, which is kind of nice. It's, it's like, it's nice to just be able to, like, like, not writing a set down, like, oh my god, like, alright, well, this joke's not that good, so I need to put, like, behind this joke that's yep. good, and then, like, sure. I guess I can do this other one because I need to fill the time, and then I'll do a good joke here, mm-hmm. where now it's like, okay, well, I can do ten minutes, no problem, at this point, like, what what do I want to put in there, to, like, what can I take out and put in something that I want to work on, like, because, so like, like, that's even, like, that's even a nice thing, too, like, cause yeah. I, like, you're get to the point where like you get to the point where you're like comfortable yeah. like I can do a bit that is like newer mm-hmm. that I believe in and I think is good but it's new so it's like a little bit clunkier maybe yeah yeah and I and I and it's not proven so like if it doesn't work I'm still able to like pull out like, uh, right, right, like right. or like like or just transition to something it's like because like when I used to host or like any spot like if I missed a joke I'd be like, in my, it'd be like, yep. it'd be like fucking meltdown in my head. Like, of course. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> the sirens are going off. Like, rah, rah, we're yeah. going down, we're going down. Like, I would like know what to do. But like, now it's like, I mean, you still have like that same kind of like, get yeah. in your stomach feeling whenever like, yeah, a joke yeah, misses. Sure. You're just like, mm, you're just, like yeah. damn. But like, it's not as like, it's not as like world shattering where you're like, oh, oh fuck. Hey, well, guys, I have to leave. Yeah, yeah. I, um, the first time I hosted at a club, um, I just like, all right, this is the set I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then the second time I hosted, 
when I hosted for uh, Gary Goldman. That's why I like. Yeah. I want to work on like some stuff, like yeah. some real material. Yeah, yeah. And it went really well. It's nice because, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was doing, uh, I was doing a weekend, and I was just doing like it was going really well. And, like mm-hmm. this particular like hosting spot I was doing was going really so well. Like, I got like eight minutes in. I was like, so you guys seem a lot. I was like, you guys like me again? Like, what if I do a new one? Like, and I got like, I got like. Yeah, like a minute left, so if it's not good, it's gonna end. Um, <laughs> but like, do you mind if I do a new one? Everyone's like, yeah, 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 and I did a new one, and now it's like, what, well, I close it up. Nice. So it's like, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just nice. And it's like, it's just nice, and like, you get perspective on it. And like, the biggest thing is, like, a lot of times, like, the big, like, dead stops in your set mm. are really just kind of like in your head. Yeah. So you listen to recordings, it's like not as tragic. Like, you'll be like, oh my god, I flubbed a line, and it was silent for. 15 seconds and they all stared at me yep. and then you'll listen to the recording and it's like you'll like misspeak slightly a beat passes and then you're back into your joke and you're like oh that was it yeah, that yeah. was like imperceptibly noticeable yeah. like they didn't prob- they probably didn't notice you doing that mm. when's your day for the competition your favorite thing to do oh uh, damn July first. Oh, oh, you said you're out of town or something like. Uh, I'm out of town. Ta- I'm not back in town till the twenty fourth, yeah. and then I took my twenty sixth, my birthday. So I was like, I took that day off, and then I had a bunch of shows booked that, like, I, I had June booked up a lot. So like, it's like I'm going to birthday's on the twenty sixth. So I was like, I don't want to do the fucking contest that night, so I just blocked that off. Sure. Twenty uh, seventh, I'm going to Charlotte for Almost Famous, That's like cool. Blair Nice's show. Yeah. And then on the 28th, I have my show, Boat Jail, the world's most successful show. The most successful. Yeah. So great. It was so great. When I did it, you weren't even there. That's how great it was. Well, you did, like, the first one. Did you do the one where Mark Norman showed up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that one was good. The other one, I mean, that one was okay. Like, the crowd was weird, but it was, like, the turnout was I good. was at the one that Tank hosted. Yeah, I think Mark Norman was that. That was yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the first one, yeah, because that was that. That could have been maybe it was the second one. Mark Norman was at the first one. Mark Norman was at the very first boat jail we did in January. Uh, that whatever. Uh, okay, yeah, I know I left and then I maybe I don't know. I think I I feel like you were on the first one. Uh, whatever. Uh, we're really getting like looped up on that. But no, I mean, like, uh, it's, that show, it's just, Thursday's a fucking horrible night for shows. Mm, I can this. It's, because it's like, uh, if you're going, like, if you're out on a Thursday night, like, people do stuff on Wednesdays to break up the week. It's yeah. like, I'm going to go, like, like, I'm going to go do, like, a hump day thing, whatever. Sure. Like, I'll go to a show, whatever, fuck, I don't care. Um, but Thursdays, man, it's like, you're either going to save up for the weekend, mm-hmm. or you're going out for like Thursday, Thursday, you get like fucked up. Like you're not going to a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thursday's been tough. I'm trying to figure out to move the show to a different night because it's just like, I'm losing money on this shit. It sucks. Oh, I feel right. bad when people come out and just, I mean, turnout's okay. It's like, you get like 30 people. Yeah. But like, if you look at like the economics of like the door deal and shit with Neptunes, it like doesn't really wash out with like, you do like 50 50 or? It's, it's like, it sucks. I'm probably, like, I mean, I don't fucking care. I'm talking. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like I'm not allowed to talk about it. I don't give a shit. Um, it's a bad door deal, so don't ever. If, if here's here's what you do, guys, don't do this. Uh, <laughs> so like, they get like the first like seventy five or eighty dollars. Okay. Uh, 
So they just keep that immediately at a ticket sales. The first like eighty dollars goes to that. Sure. So that's five dollars a ticket. That's fifteen tickets, right? Is that the right math? Five. No, that would be uh, that's five times fifteen is seventy five. Seventy five, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So like they get the first, yeah. It's like they either get seventy five or eighty bucks. So they get the first like fifteen tickets, right? Which sucks because yeah, then it's like if you get half, if you only get thirty people, half of that money goes to them. Yeah. Plus, then I only get eighty percent of everything after that. So it like completely blows because like so get like, but like and then they sometimes factor in like alcohol sales, so like okay. it kind of fluctuates based upon that. But I'm usually getting like eighty bucks, mm-hmm. where I spent forty on promotion. Yeah, yeah. So now I have forty dollars to divvy up between six comedians and myself to like want to give myself some money to which usually that's the first thing that gets out the window of course um, so yeah it just sucks it's like we had people coming out from Asheville and like they were really funny and the show was good but it's just like I'm like sending them home with like 20 bucks and you're yeah. like and it was like and it was like three of them and like here's 20 dollars for your car and like I felt terrible it's like and actually when I saw I saw Tom Peters he was on the show back in town for the festival I was like hey I'm gonna buy you a beer because I feel bad about the fucking yeah, yeah I get that dude it just sucks it just and like I don't need to be making money off of it. I just need to feel like I'm not wasting the comedian's time mm. and not like at least sending them back with like that's not even gas money. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, like, going back to Asheville. Asheville, like that's not like twenty dollars. Like uh, I'd be like at a point like oh fuck, I'd be like hey fuck you. Like it doesn't really help. Yeah. Me. So that just sucks. Trying to figure that out. I've been talking to enough dudes about doing a different night, but it's just like mm-hmm. they're they're doing some different stuff. They're like trying to change stuff up. They're like um, it's not like public stuff. They're like gonna start that on camera. They're going to start doing, like, appetizers or something. Oh, like okay. opening earlier. They should definitely have food. Yeah, they'd be cool. I mean, make it more like a comedy club. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's just... Be, but because they're doing those changes, they're, like, hesitant to change their schedule because they don't know how that's going to... They don't know the, how those changes are going to affect... Is that going to be a thing you think they're going to do, like, all the time when they have appetizers at the place? Because they should still have food. I think they're going to do that through a certain time. So, like, the thing about, like, Neptunes... We're really getting into yeah, yeah. Uh, we should switch. Should we switch? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like so very this, specific, this, so weirdly specific. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're gonna be switching. I think it'll be good. I just think while they're doing the switches, they don't want to like also be tinkering with scheduling. They just want to see like they want to have like a raw A to B comparison of like this is what it was like mm. before we did this stuff, and this is what it was like afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I get that. They don't want to also switch the schedule because like was it the schedule? Was it this? Was it this? Yeah, I get it. You're gonna ruin business. That makes sense. So, but like the uh, so that's gonna just be for a couple months maybe, and then. Yeah, be able to talk about switching the show. Do you have any uh, ideas for other shows you might want to produce in the future? No, I don't want to produce any more shows in the future. Same, dude. Done. You got another game, empty cleats, dude. It's just like I don't need to be. I don't need to be focusing on that right now. I need to be focusing. I don't want to produce. I don't like to. I like to produce shows, yep. but I like to produce shows to bolster my comedy. I get that. So like it's I'm a comedian first, and I'll pro- I'm a show producer second, and it's yep. always been the case. Like even when I have a show that I produced, yep, and I have a booking, I'm like I'm going to the booking. Like I'm going to the paid comedy gig, and I'll have somebody else host for my shit. Like, and there are other people that are the other way. They're like, hey, you know, I produce, and like I also do stand up, but like I'm I'm more into the producing angle of the shows, and you're like, cool, I get that. Yeah. But like, I I'm get like I'm getting stuff frequently enough where I don't need to make my own stage time I'm able to get it mm-hmm. um, which is great 
Heck yeah, dude. Which is great. I mean, like, that was, like, it's, that was always the toughest thing was, like, all right, well, I'm not getting the stage time that I want or the stage time that I feel like I need to be growing, so I'm going to just make my own stage time, which I think is everybody who's starting. Yeah, if you're less than a year in, year in, definitely make your own micro show. Well, if you ever feel like you're not getting the stage time that you need, set up a show. Make your own show. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how far in you are, like, yeah. or wherever you are. Like, at any point in comedy, if you're like, I'm not getting the stage time that I need yep. to grow, then just make that stage time. Yeah. Just sure. book something somewhere and do that. Coffee like, shops, bars, they're always trying to find something on a slow night. So they probably will put you on a Wednesday, people listening. They probably yeah. put you like on a Wednesday night. But Wednesday's not bad. Wednesday's not a bad night. Uh, but I mean, like, they'll put you on a bullshit night, but like, whatever. And just yeah. grow it out and be good. Like, make it a good show and like, just work on that. Like, work on building out an audience. Sure. Like, whenever, um, whenever I've uh, thought about putting on shows uh, and the one show that I did at Good Nights, it was only... I put people on the show that I actually enjoyed watching. Like, yeah. I didn't want to put like a bullshit show like, oh, this is just comics that I know. Like, I want comics who I you think like, are funny and I would want to go see the, this yeah. group. That is the fun thing about producing a show, though. Because like, that, that's like, cause it's kind of like, I don't know, when I produce shows, I try to like make it a very, I really focus on the styles okay. of like the comedians. Yeah, that's really fun. I really focus on like, okay, like how can I make this like, you know, like, I think of like making a, pl- like, a good playlist. Yep. Exactly. You're, you're like, okay, like, I don't want this all to sound the same. I don't want this to all be, like, I want different, like, people that are, like, fast talkers, people that are slow talkers, people that are really, like, mm-hmm. uh, really just, like, kind of, like, good joke writers, and they're, like, really succinct, and then, like, people that can do a little bit more storytelling, like, right, people right. that do act-outs, people that are deadpan, and you get, like, that way you can, like, at least be giving everybody a little bit of everything, so yeah. that, that way, no matter who's in the audience, somebody's gonna go home and be, like, it's, like, almost, like, you can almost have a different favorite person. Yeah. Everybody yeah. in the audience be like, oh, I really like the so-and-so. Well, like, I like the, like this person. And you're like, and you're like, and it's all can be sure. different just based, based upon you're giving so many different types of things. Yeah. yeah. It just sucks when you go to shows that are all the same. Like I really don't, I really don't like shows that are like homogenized. Like I don't like, yeah, uh, go down. Oh boy. This is, uh, uh, no, I just feel like, I, like I, I don't, uh, I mean, I think, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, I think it's well known. Like, I don't like all like women shows in the same way I don't like all straight white guy shows. Ah, fair. Like, I just like don't. But at the same time, you do a lot of all straight white guy shows. I really don't as much as I try. I try not to. I yeah. really don't. Like, if you look through the, if you look through the, like, if you look through my lineups, they're really not that straight white guy. As long as I like, the problem is you can't repeat people as often. Yeah. It's so, like, that's the thing. What's so, your rotation? Six months or a year? I try to put people in... I try not to ask people to come back at least six months. Okay. Because I feel like that gives you time to turn your... to For A, the audience to forget your act, and B, for you to turn some new material. Right, right. So, with the thing with that is, the problem that comes along with that is that you kind of then have to follow the ratios that exist in the community. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because the thing is, like, but and like you'll notice it, like you'll see people show up on my lineup more often than other people, yeah. and they're usually not the white people. Yeah, yeah, you'll see Shari on my shows a lot. Yeah, because I need a female comedian that I trust and is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like I, like I like you'll see like you you show up like fairly often yeah. on my shows. Micah shows up fairly often on mm-hmm. my shows because we're buddies and I think you guys are funny. Yeah. But also you guys are black dudes that I would like that I can trust and that I want to put like and I want to like and I want there to be variation in the show. But even right. then, like within those communities, like even within like straight white guys, there's different oh, yeah. straight white guys. There's like like I mean like me and Alex Garrettson are very different. Like, yeah. It's oh. a, it's yeah. a very different act. I Same mean, thing like Tiger Wood if you throw him in there. Yeah, it's like it's three very different comedians. Yeah. On the surface, you're like, when you look at the lineup, you're like, oh, a bunch of white guys. And you're like, they're really different. Like, yeah, they're yeah. really different material. Like, um, but I mean, and, I, and I get that for like, um, and I get that for like, and, I, and like that same thing can be applied. Like, well, a women's show, it's like, it's all, okay. it's different women. And you're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I feel like a lot of times, like, uh, Especially the one around, like the, it's like there's like there's like a very like, it's like a very particular type of woman. It's like this hmm. like hipster, okay. like late twenties. It's it's just it's just as bad as the art. It's like it's like the exact counter okay. to what like the prototypical straight white guy show is. I feel like you're watching like the straight white female show. Oh, that's an interesting point. I feel like I see that a lot. Okay, right? like you'll see like a, you'll see a female show case go up, and you're like. You're just doing the thing that you don't like that we're doing, but just with straight white women hmm. as opposed to straight white guys. Like, you're not doing anything different. And then the problem with that is that ultimately, there's such a smaller pool of okay. women comedians to choose from. Yeah. So, because of that, you either need to branch out really far and bring people in. And if you do that, then that works. And that, that makes sure. the problem, like, that kind of alleviates the problem. But sure. if you don't do that and you just stay within the community. <laughs> right. You're either repeating people so often, mm-hmm. or you're putting people up that aren't ready, uh, and you're you. creating like an inferior product. And like that's always been like my like thing about that kind of stuff. Because like I think when you put on a comedy show in a scene, yep, no matter what you're doing, you're representing the scene as a whole for sure. There are so many like so like when you put on a show, you need to realize like if your show is bad, it hurts comedy in the area because then people are like I don't want to go they, people don't know the difference mm-hmm. people just know that they went to a like I remember this like I went to a shitty local band when I was in like when I was in college and I was like this sucks and I never went to like local bands for like years because I was like oh probably because the music sucks around here Yeah, and I was wrong and I was like I was wrong and like eventually I went back to like and I was like oh actually there's actually really talented bands around here yeah, yeah. but like if you're uninformed like most people are yeah and you show up to a show that's bad, now that's what you think the shows are. Yeah, yeah. So when there's badly produced shows, it kind of hurts the scene. I've used to be more, like, crazily invested in the scene, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh my god, like, and yeah, I yeah, tried yeah. to police it more. But like now I, like, kind of gave up on it. I was like, look, you know, I like, I'm gonna put on my shows, and if they're good, they're good. If you're gonna put on your shows and they're not good, that's fine. Right, right. I can do I'm doing okay. Like yeah. my bookings are okay. Like and yeah. that was like the thing that it like took me a while to realize like it was like an insecurity thing. It was like, you know, like I feel like I'm not getting the stage time I want, but like once like I'm like I'm getting the things that I want. If people want to put on shows and if they're not up to what like you don't have time to be like worried about it. So yeah. like, I can have these opinions, but like it doesn't like drive my day to day like it had at certain points like where I was like I just like this fucking bullshit like why is this show even here like you're wasting this fucking space yeah yeah, yeah. and this isn't like I, I think people are guessing what specific show I'm talking about but it's actually not specific it's, 
it's a lot of shows. There's a bunch of shows that yeah. I'll see that I'm like, this is a, like, I'll go to like, this is a bad show. This is like just a poorly produced show. Yeah. And then you'll see the line and be like, why is this person on this? Mm. But it's a waste of time. Like, you're just wasting your time. Like, what is like, the amount of time you could be, you could be doing something with your ass. You'd be going through your material. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, <clears throat> I go to, I've been to pretty much everybody's show, I would say. Yeah. I've been to everybody's like locally yeah. produced show. Uh, some of them are really, really good. Some of them are terrible. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do see lineups, um, and I'm just like, oh, oh I, this, this person just started doing stand-up. Like, yeah, that's so, that's the thing that, like, really drives me nuts. It's like, let people cut their teeth and get good. Like, why, like, you're hurting them, too. Maybe, maybe it's the misuse of the word show. I think that's what it is. That's, just, that's all, like, it's, like, not a show. It's, like, you're doing a booked open mic, and it's fine. You can yeah. just call it that. Um, but ahead. also, but, uh, yeah. but I was gonna say, ultimately, if your fan base doesn't care, then like, who cares? Yeah, like it's like if your fan base isn't worried about the distinction, mm-hmm. like I understand the argument. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I got this fucking argument about Isaac here with Aaron Terry. I didn't give a shit. I didn't care. Um, I had to argue with her about it, and we like she was like, if my fan base doesn't care about it, then why should you care about it? And I was like, you know what? Honestly, that's fair. Like, I totally like. You know what? That's if your fan base doesn't care about the distinction about like, or doesn't really care how long people have been doing it, and if they're enjoying the show and they don't mind paying for it, yep. then like, she's absolutely right. I do not have like a like I don't have a like a like to stand on in that argument. So I'm just gonna do like I'm like all right, I'm gonna do my own thing. You do your own thing. Like we don't have to fundamentally. Cause like that's like that's just like the thing. Like I don't like sometimes it bothers me. It's like just cause, like I don't agree with you doesn't yep. mean like I hate you. Mm. Or, like, you can't do the thing you're doing. For sure. It just doesn't mean, like... But it also doesn't mean I have to support it because we, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're doing a thing that I don't like, I don't have to support it. But it doesn't mean I hate you. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. So it's, like, why can't, like... Same thing, like, it's, like, if you don't like how I run my shows, that's fine. You don't have to like them. I'm I'm more than willing to hear why you wouldn't... Like, you don't. And I'll, like, listen to what you have to say, and I will either not incorporate or incorporate it depending on how I feel like if it's valid yeah but like it doesn't I don't assume you hate me like if someone comes to me like hey Sam like I think the way you book your show is fucked up for this reason or like I don't mm-hmm. like how you host yeah. I'm not gonna be like oh man fuck Grant's an asshole I can't believe Grant like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to me until I was like I'd be like oh cool like well I do it because of this yeah yeah and if I don't have a good reason for it sure then I'm like you know maybe I do need to reconsider that yeah yeah so it's like, um, yeah, so it's just like, it's just interesting, like, it's like, I mean, like, what she's doing is good, it's like, it's making, like, it's making more women do comedy, yeah. there are things that I would run differently, Yeah. but I mean, I'm also not running it, so it's sure. like, then it's like, so of course there'd be things I'd do differently. I see. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it's like, it's, it's bringing people in that we need. For sure. Uh, and people are... I feel like uh, people who have never seen stand up live, they're at least seeing that there are female comics in this area. That's yeah. something a lot of people don't know. No, about. I mean I totally get that. Like I can't, like I can't imagine what it would be like to not like I mean like I'm a white dude, so like I've always seen role models of that. Yeah. So like I always had like things that I could very clearly aspire to be because it's like it's like an easier one to one where it's like okay that's an older white guy and I'm a young white guy like I could be that guy yeah, when I yeah. get older like it's yeah. a lot easier to see like when you don't have people that look like you doing the thing that you want to do yeah like that's got to be hard for sure 
Um, so I mean, I, I think I think I think I think more variety. Okay. Is good. I think yeah, more. Sure. I think the 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 hardest thing about doing stand up is having a perspective that's unique mm-hmm. and just being different. Like yeah. just being like a like a scare like a like a limited quantity in a scene already makes you your perspective different yeah you're already like in a good spot you're already like it's less work it's that's not it's not, that's not what i mean it's not less work it's it's a little bit easier to stand out okay if you're one of a handful of women in a sea of like versus like where i like show up to good nights and it's like there's gonna be 15 white guys sure it's sure. so, like how can i be different than the other 15 right. white guys that's when you have like the air ransom of the world Exactly. Where, like, where I thought he was black for, I thought he was half black for, <laughs> I thought he was partially black in some way. Yeah. For, he just wears construction. That's all it is. He, I, don't, I think it's, well, it's like, face <laughs> is like, his face is like kind of like obfuscated a lot of the time. He's like kind of. <laughs> I love your SAT words, by the way. Like he can't, like, he's got like a beard. He's got a hat on. And his yeah, skin yeah. is darker. Like he's like, I think yeah. he's part Indian is what he said. Oh, like, like, like Native American. Okay. Um, so like, he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't look like a white guy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I think, like, and like the way he talks is like, yeah, I was like, I was like, is too black? Yeah, yeah. Like part black? He's new Deans. He is new Brian Deans. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, to have an angle is really important about comedy. It's like, sure. Just being good at joke writing isn't enough anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you need to have, why do I want to listen to you? Yeah, I, this is a thing. Um, one of my friends who has been to some local shows around yeah. here, uh, she saw uh, Joe Perroke years ago. Shout out to Joe Perroke. Yeah, yeah. And the Remedies podcast. Yeah, that's my bud. <laughs> um, she was saying that whenever she watched him, he looked exactly like what she expected. A white man on stage talking about but things he doesn't like. But that's the thing about Joe's, and he's, I like him because he plays against type. He so definitely like, does. So that's like the thing that's really funny about his act is that he uh, kind of knows that he looks like the prototypical white comedian. Yep. So his act is like almost a lot of it is like subverting what you like. He sets it up like, oh here we go, he's gonna yeah. say something hateful about women, and then it like the bit comes around and it's the opposite for sure. And like that, and like that's again like someone who f- figured out how to work an angle. Yeah, definitely. And like that's, and, but like that's a little bit harder to figure out versus like, oh I'm the only woman here, so if I just talk about being a woman, mm-hmm. I'm already different. Okay. So like that's it's there's things that make it harder because now you're the only woman in a, a thing filled with men that's hard in its own right but like for like okay. it's purely like how do I come up with a perspective and an angle okay. on True. stage it's a little bit easier yeah like I mean like it's easier for you to cut through on a show that's all white guys because you're like I'm the like like I'm already gonna be different because I'm a black guy yeah, yeah I'm already gonna have a different my material is already gonna be going through that lens I'm immediately gonna have like people are gonna remember me because yeah. I'm different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the like, but so but when you say shit like that, people are like, "Oh, so you're saying it's easier to be a woman in comedy?" I'm like, no, I said that this one specific aspect of it is a little bit easier. But then people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, you just think it's fucking easier?" I'm like, no, I'm saying that coming up with a perspective might be a little bit easier because there's less of you, sure. so there's less already paths taken. Yeah, I mean. People don't find a reason to be upset, regardless of what Sam Amazon says. It doesn't I mean, matter. I'm, I'm just, I'm just very opinionated. <laughs> if only people knew that there was another episode that got deleted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one got sunk into the abyss. Thank God. 
But uh, I'm yeah. gonna find that later, and I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Yeah, send me it, and then I'll, and then you have to come and destroy your life. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I think that like a variety of, I think voice is really important in comedy, sure. and, and I like anything that dr- drives people, anything that drives people to do the thing that I love to do. Yeah, is ultimately great. Sure. Like, and I think everybody who wants to do, I think this is like the fundamental breakdown of what I, I, I think is what I believe about it is that I think everybody should feel welcome to try to do stand-up co- comedy. Okay. But I don't think everybody is entitled to succeed at stand-up comedy. Mm. I think that you, everybody is entitled to be able to try to do it okay. and get good at it. Okay. And do what you need to do to be good. Right. But you're not... I don't think that everybody should just be able to experience what it's like to be good at stand-up comedy. Okay, I so think you need to earn it. Does okay. that make sense? You see what I'm saying? I can definitely appreciate that. So let me ask you this. Uh, you're talking about people starting to do stand-up. Are you the type that claps when people say it's my first time doing stand-up? I don't. I never do. Um, I don't clap, but I listen, and I and I definitely adjust my expectations, and I'm not like an asshole. About oh yeah, it. I bring it all the way down. I bring it down, and I'm like, re- but like, and I and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like I just it like to be like to be fair to them. Like yeah, so exactly. like not to be like yeah. Oh boy, this is gonna be shitty. I'm like okay, I want to like listen to see if like, basically I'm turning like my funny sensitivity up to a yeah. hundred. Yeah, so yeah. that like even if they say something funny, I'm like okay. Yeah, 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 you gotta give them a chance. Right? I'm giving them a chance. Like, no, I, I, whenever someone shows up, I'm always like, whenever I'm hosting an open mic, yep. and someone's first time. Shout out to the clean mic. Super, yes. That's why, strangely. Um, <laughs> I love hosting. It's so fun. It's such a shit show. Really, if you're ever free on a Tuesday night, it's, it just happens to be the first Tuesday of the month, definitely go to Good Night's Comedy Club and go to the clean mic. I know you're like, oh, clean comedy, gross. It's a fucking shit show. Fuck, it's a it's, debacle. It's so fun. They shut. <laughs> I host it. I make. I try to make it a really fun, wild time. And you're you're a character the whole time. Yeah, I'm just like being a goof. It's good. <laughs> you really should go. I, I really. I, it's free, so you're really not missing anything. But anyway, um, no, I'm like always hyped when people are doing it. Like I yeah. just, I, what I think is like I'm hyped when someone comes up and they do it and then they go up. But what do you think? I was like, I think it's great. I look forward to seeing you out here in the trenches. Yep. And if I don't see you out in the trenches, then fuck you. Like okay, yeah. you don't want to do it. Like and, and like there's a there's a there's not a clear way to success sure. in stand-up, like at the top level, yep. but there's a clear way to be an open micer. Oh, yeah. For there's sure. a very clear path to being an open micer and getting closer to success, Yep. and when people try to circumvent that and be like, well, I don't want to do a bunch of open mics, you're like, I'm sorry, this is the process. Exactly. This is the gym. This, this is, is like, this is what you like, you just like, you want to be good at this, but like not practice. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's literally nothing. There's yeah. literally nothing in life that you could do. Yeah. So you want to be, you want to get to the point where people put you on shows and they pay money to see you, but you don't want to like practice it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that too, but that doesn't happen. That's yeah. It literally doesn't happen. It bothers me when there are people who've been doing stand up for in the range we're in, right? And they don't go to open mics anymore. They only yeah. do their shows. I'm like, dude, you still need to work on like yeah, no, stuff. I get like I got into like a little bit of like a phase of that, but it was like I was just like in a bad headspace like, okay. earlier this month, like earlier this year, where I was like not getting out as much. Yeah, like, I would just do stuff I was booked on, and like, but even then, like I would at least do like two open mics a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like definitely a drop off from what I'd like to do for sure. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, because like 
The problem is that you need to constantly be feeding the engine. There needs to be new material always coming in. You have to, like, Definitely. that's the thing is, like, because that's the only thing that keeps me interested in it. Okay, it's yeah. Com- like, coming up with doing something new on stage. Like, sure. I want to do new, <laughs> I want to make new laughs. Yep. I don't want to make, like, once you figure out how to do, like, like, it's the same like when, like, Tony Hawk, like, figure out how to do, like, the fucking, like, 720s. Like, I'm going to try to figure out how to do 900. Yep. Like, it's not, like, I, it's, like, not about, like, it's, you want to do something. Like, if you like to do stand-up, you want to create, you're constantly want to be creating mm-hmm. new stand-up. Yeah, yeah. And without open mics, you can't create new laughs. Definitely. Agree unless you're putting, you really can't, like, you got to be, like, you got to be, like, a certain level of good, you have to be at a certain level of um, competency in stand-up to do new stuff on showcases. And even then, you can't do that much new stuff on a showcase. Yeah, exactly. You can people are literally paying to see you. Yeah, you can like get away with ten percent of your set being new, right? At the most, for sure. You could try like in a ten minute set, you could try one bit that's new in the middle, and if it works, good. But like, that's not going to be enough to continuously keep you interested in doing it. Mm. Because like that's I think that's the thing that people get really frustrated with when they start off with is that. They you want to be good, like, immediately. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, but you also get bored with your material. I think, like, people kind of, they realize, they don't, like, I remember I would get, I get, like, I got, I haven't had this problem happen to me in a while. Okay. Where I'm like, I hate my jokes. Mm. Um, but I remember, like, when I was first starting off, and, like, maybe I was, like, a year and a half in, and mm. I was like, I don't like doing any of this stuff, but I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. And, because you, like, haven't figured out how to come up with new stuff. You haven't figured out how to make old stuff interesting. Yeah, dude. Like, now when you kind of get to that point, you're like, okay, like, I don't like this joke anymore. You're like, oh, I'll just, I'll just change it. I'll yeah. just do it differently. I'll just sit down for 20 minutes and look at it and write it in a different way. Yeah. And that's, like, such an easy, but you don't even, like, you don't even, like, because you're so used to, like, I got it working one way. Yeah, you don't want to mess with the formula because then you get into your head and all that shit. And I've done that, um. I was in a rut. I don't know if you, I guess everybody does, but I'll get into like a, a writing like drought where I haven't written anything good for like two, three months. I'm like, I think it's funny, but I don't trust it 100%. Yeah. See, I, I I really don't have that problem anymore. I mean, I'm about to jinx myself probably. Yeah. Into it. I come up with stuff that I think is funny fairly often. Okay. Um, and I work on it. How do you in, incorporate into your act though? Like a showcase, like let's say, let's say it's January, right? Let's say three months you've been working this joke. Is it going to be in like a man, showcase you do? Man, I wish I had my like little set list on me. It could be like, I think a six month ago set, like if I had to do 10 minutes, it'd be like, hey, do your best 10 and do your best 10. And you're like, well, what's my best 10 now? What's my best 10 mm-hmm. uh, in January? Um, I would say that. Close to half of it's stuff that was okay. kind of come up in the past. Yeah. Stuff, but like, I mean, I'm also cycling stuff in and out that I like to do. There's like, I don't know. I mean, like you just come up with shit and you you figure out how to make it work and you figure out like, there's stuff that's like pretty funny. It's like, but like, okay, is this gonna be like a standalone bit? You're like maybe not. Like let me put this away until I can find something to go with this, or where I can put this with something else. Mm. I don't know. Like I I I try to make a habit of writing often. Sure. I try to like. I, 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 I go to a writing group of some comics once a week. Okay. Um, and then I try to, like, 
I'm always, I would say like, I wouldn't say, it's like not a concerted effort. Like I'm like, from 3 to 4 p.m. every day, I yeah. write. But I would say like, I write a little bit every day in some fashion. Okay. Like I'll be thinking about a joke in the shower and I'll be like, okay, yep. let me go. And I'll go type it out and I'm like, okay. And, and like, maybe like that's, it's like 10 minutes there. But like 10, 15 minutes here and there yeah, adds, up. adds up to a lot of shit that people like. People are just like so daunt, like afraid to write. Like people yeah. are like afraid to sit down and write. Yeah, because I start from scratch, so that's the thing. But it doesn't need to be scary. It just needs so, to be like, because like, it's just like open micing. Yep. Writing is something you get good at. So it's, you, I think people get product oriented when it comes to writing and okay. they don't get uh, <laughs> skill and they should, where they should be skill oriented. People mm. have no problem throwing themselves at open mics because it's getting, it's, it's about a building a skill. And building a skill doesn't have a finish line. Okay. I get that. You can always get better at something. Mm -hmm. You can always be, even if you're the best chef, you could be better right. at cooking. There's a, there's a, but with writing, it always seems like it's goal-oriented. where It's uh, product-oriented, where you're sure. sitting down and you're like, I need to come up with a joke. And if you don't write anything that's good, you're like, well, that was a waste of time. Okay. Where okay. I think more comics, if they looked at it as the same way they look at an open mic, where it's like, writing is also a skill. For sure. So if you sit and practice writing, even if you didn't write anything of use, mm -hmm. you've gotten better at writing. Yeah. You've gotten better at joke writing because you practiced joke writing. Just the same way you practice joke telling at an open mic, yep. you also should be practicing joke writing. This podcast is so, going so much better than the last one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't know if it's boring, but... No, I don't think it's boring. I think, I think, it's, like. I think, it's, inform I think it's informative. It's very informative. I hope that, like, somebody who's been doing stand-up for, like, six months or less yeah. or a year or less hears this podcast, and they say apply things, I yeah. see them on shows coming up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I think if you... I think if... Everything that you're doing in stand-up... Almost probably forever. I mean, like, at least up until this point for me now, and it hasn't changed, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be changing anytime soon, yeah. is that it's building a skill. Every different, but you're building different skills. Yeah. It's yeah. like writing, you're building the skill of writing jokes. Performing, you're building the skill of performing. Yeah. And then when you start doing different types of jokes, like, I'm, like I'm building the skill of doing act-outs. I'm, like, building the skill of doing voices. I'm building yep. the skill of, like... Um, Hosting, or building the skill of like being a feature act, like it's all these different skills that you're building, right? And that's the way you should be looking at it. Like you can't be looking at it at like when you're like, I want my ten minutes. Like I want to build a ten minute. Like it's like I want to build ten minutes. Like that's gonna frustrate you because you're never gonna be happy with your ten minutes. Mm, why think it is? Because you can always because like if you're happy, like I mean, uh, you can be happy with it, okay. but it's never finished. Because mm. you're. You can be happy with where it is. You're like, it's representative of my... Like, I'm happy with my 10 minutes right yeah. now. I'm like, it's representative yeah. of where I am as a comedian. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it showcases my voice and it, it shows, like, what I can do and, it sh and I'm proud of these jokes. But it's not complete. Yeah. And that's, a, like, that's the thing about people saying, like, people worrying about, pro like, producing something. Like, I yeah. need to... I need five minutes. People are like, I need five minutes. Like, no, you need to get better at joke writing and you need to work on, you need to build up your skill of joke writing and performing. And you'll, and by doing that, yeah. you will then have five minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's definitely like, it's, it's like almost the same thing. It's just a way of looking at 
It's just yeah. like a different different way of looking at it. It took me so long to like figure a lot of this shit out. A lot of this stuff like used to frustrate me and like stand up. Sam still frustrates me a lot. Like, you oh know, yeah, it's sure. definitely frustrating. It's hard to figure out. But the more you can give yourself over the process of it, the less it hurts when stuff doesn't go your way. That's fair. I uh, I used to get really uh, I used to get really upset at open mics when I would bomb. Yeah, I used to get like super upset. Like fuck, I just why am I even doing this shit? Why am I even doing this? Now it's different. I'm like I just really want to work on five seconds of this one bit that I oh. Oh, yeah, I mean, I remember I'd go to Neptune's, and I would be like... Yes, dude. And, like, that was, like, the fucking crucible. You're like, <laughs> you're like all the comics are here. Yep. There's actually people in the audience. I need to do well. Yeah. And then, like, you'd be like... And and then you'd fall in the trap of, like, where you're not even doing new stuff. You're just doing... A, like, now it becomes, like, this weird, like, I'm going to do a five-minute set that I'm going to showcase. And you're like, well, why are you doing that? Um, yeah. And then if it doesn't go well, you're like, oh, fuck me. And then, like, yeah, I, I'm just... Like, now, like... I have no problem going to going to Neptune's with new shit. Yep, I like using that room for new stuff. Definitely. That's the, I think that's the thing that I think that's a bigger a big. I'm starting out. I was gonna say I think it's a big switch when you get a little bit more confident, a little bit better at yep. stand up, and a little bit more just like into the process. Yeah. Where you'll see a good crowd at an open mic, and your mind won't go, "Oh, I need to do good shit." Yeah. Your mind will go, "Oh, I need to do new shit." Yep. Like whenever I go to good nights. I'm not gonna do my old shit. If yeah, that's that's always blows my mind. I, and to be fair, I think there's a lot of like there's some stuff that like goes into me. Like it's easy for me to say like, oh, I do new stuff on the open mic. They're like, yeah, I mean, well, you're already getting booked. It's like, well, <laughs> you're like, of course, you're like, why wouldn't you? Like, I still feel like I'm auditioning, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that. I think Brandy is tracking a skill level, yeah, and not. Yeah, and not a and with a skill level increase comes the ability to do time and material yep. coming with it for sure. But she's tracking your skill <laughs> level. So like, if you go and do new stuff on the mic, fairly re- like if you go like every week with something with newer stuff, mm-hmm. and it's and it doesn't need to be brand new. It's just newer stuff, and it's different from the week before. Because yeah. like, that's the big thing. It's like it's, if it's still a new joke if you rewrote it. Exactly. Like if you came up with something on, a, on, on in in May. Yep. And you went every week in May to the open mic yeah. and ran that joke, but every time you ran it, you changed it based upon audience feedback. Yeah. You're still, you're not like doing old shit. Yeah, that's a new joke. It's a new joke you're working Yeah. On. Like, I, mean, I I feel like people see me all the time. I feel like comics see me all the time. He's like, he's really still running that bit at the open mic? And I'm like, it's not the same as the last time. Definitely not. It's changing so gradually that you're not realizing it. Mm-hmm. You just one day realize like, oh, the joke's good now. Yeah. Because it's changing so slowly. Yeah. It's yeah. like when someone gets fat, like you don't you like you don't realize yeah, yeah. you're fat until like somebody shows up and like I haven't seen you in six months. You're like, oh, you're fat. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like the joke's getting fat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But except positive way. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like or it's like I guess like losing weight. I guess I should say like it's like sure. like if like in like you're in the gym, you're like. If you like any changes. Yeah, if someone's with you in the gym all the time, another open micer, someone that open mic is with you all the time, they don't notice the changes with you either. Mm-hmm. But then someone is like, oh man, that joke is so different than when you started a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is different. Yeah. It's like, you gotta, it's, it's whittling. It's whittling. Yeah, so yeah. That's why I like, I, like, I like jokes so much. You're just like shaving stuff off. For sure. And like, Get the little like plane, you're like, like getting that big curly piece up. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've said um, that for like 
doing stand up, like writing jokes, there's a science to it that a lot of people don't understand. Like a lot of science. Like you're doing so much research yeah. on the joke you're writing, yeah. and you got to flip a lot of things. I do that a lot. That's a yeah. Like so, like you get that's a thing that helps people. I think would help you. You start to innately like have it in your brain after doing it for a while. Yeah. You don't have to think about it, but really, it does always boil down to premise, setup, punchline. Yep. It's like. Set the table and explain what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Premise. Yeah. Setup. Now you're just now you're you giving the audience the information that you need. You're putting the pins into place. Yeah. Now that so you, premise is just context. Premise is just like yeah. context, any information that you might need. Setup is like setting up the mouse trap. Yeah. And then the punchlines when you hit that shit and like all the fucking different levers go and then the, the, <laughs> the, the yeah. yeah. The, the cage comes down and catches the mouse, just like that game, mouse trap. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but I, but you start to th- but like if you force yourself to write that way in the beginning, you will learn it innately, mm-hmm. and you won't have to think about it as consciously when you write. Mm-hmm. You'll just start to write that way. Yeah. You'll start to be able to be like, okay, what do I need to say to explain this to the audience? I see. How do I need like what information does the audience need to know? Like you'll you'll usually the thing that people identify that's funny is like when they think of a funny idea is I would say it's usually like the punch what ultimately will become a punchline. Right. Right? Yeah, for sure. So a lot of times it's working backwards. Yeah, for sure. Because like you basically like you'll be talking to a friend Mm -hmm. and you'll be like fucking you'll be out or like whatever hanging out and then you don't know how you got there, but then you said something fucking hilarious. Now the problem is you've probably been talking for Maybe an hour. Yeah. So much context was built during that time. Mm-hmm. So now you have to work backwards. Like, okay, so this thing I said was funny. Yeah. How can I, in the shortest amount of time, convey all of the information that I need mm-hmm. to get that same response? Yeah. So I think that it's like that's kind of like a hard thing to do with writing and figure it out. But you get an eye for it. Like, I kidding. Like, I've got I'm a much. I'm. It's not as impossible like it used to be sometimes where like I would come up with something that I think is funny and then I just can't figure it out. Yeah, I think uh, what I've been trying to work on recently is like, uh, well I've been doing this uh, the last few years I would say is I've been trying to write out uh, whenever I write a joke I write out like what's funny about this thing Yeah, and then like I'll explain to myself why it's funny yeah, and that kind of—that's working from the punchline back, like you were saying. So yeah. I do punchline, and then I do uh, yeah, set up well, premise set up. So. Yeah, no, I mean I think that I think that's really helpful. Yeah. The advice that J, uh, JD gave me is like Ooh, super. Shout out to JD, the Micers podcast. Hey. JD gave me like some really like simple advice that I never really thought of. Okay, he's like I listen to my recordings, and every time I uh, get a laugh, I try to write jokes about that. Hmm. So he's like, I try to write like two more jokes about the thing that got a laugh. Okay. Which is super smart. And if you watch him, you can tell that's what he's doing. Exactly. Like, once you know that, that like, once you know that like little trick, you're like, oh, that totally makes sense in the way that his jokes, like how they're like so dense. Yeah, yeah. And like you can like, he's like, man, he's like just tagging every yeah. thing is getting hit. Like he's not like, there's no meat left on the bone. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, which I wish is something I I don't I don't do super great. That's why I get lost in my story so much. You're definitely a storytelling guy. I kind of dabble in that. Yeah. Um, I just think that, like, sometimes I'll think, 
Because I remember I was doing that. Uh, I was doing that joke about surprise dicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tra- like a, the like the transgender uh, joke thing. Yeah. And JD like came up to me after a, a show and was like, "There is so much more you be doing that." And he just like rattled off like six different angles. Mm-hmm. And and in my head, I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that for eight minutes." Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just like I was like I really appreciate it, but like I want to just hit the thing that I think is funny about it. The one, which it's just different styles, but like it. After that, in hindsight, it's helped me in my writing process. Because yeah. sometimes I'll just break out a joke more, and I'll be like, okay, this is why I thought it was funny, but actually this joke's way better. I'll just use this one. Yeah. And, like, that's fine with me. Like, I don't mind that at all. Like, it's like, because ultimately, at the end of the day, you still have a joke, and you still have all that writing you did. So it's like, whatever, I'll go back to that at a certain time. Yeah. Um, let's see. Before I let you get out of here. Oh, yeah, we really do. Why we blew through the hour fast? Yeah, we did. What uh list out your social media for all of the people who want to follow you? Uh at S Mazzani on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Uh then I think uh I'm S Mazzani Comedy on Facebook. If not, just find Sam Mazzani on Facebook. How many likes you got on S Mazzani Comedy? Not a lot. Like not a lot comparatively to Have you seen Mark Brady's? Well, how much he got? Like like six hundred or something like that? Uh dude, like Shari's got like in the thousands. Yes. Uh there's yes. a lot. There's other Shari deserves it, but there are people in the area that have way more than me that do not deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I got one of those. If you got me on the pot. no, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of people that have a lot. Um, I'm not. I, I think I've kind of fucked myself because I do too much of it through my main account so long that nobody. Uh. And I also just haven't cut it off. Okay. I think it's like people are like, why would I? like this page if you're literally posting on the personal page yeah. but I was like you would move to the other page exactly. I would stop posting it on the personal page <laughs> yeah. uh, so Samazani comedy on Facebook Samazani on Twitter and Instagram yeah how often are you posting on the IG not often I don't like taking pictures I don't like I'm like not a like I don't like my face I gotta take pretty pictures welcome I to know, comedy I know that's like I know that's hard to believe because people like you put your headshots on everything Exactly. But I really, I but I don't like taking pictures of myself because I feel like I look like I, this is you're getting down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we are. I have bad self image. I feel like we need another hour of this not stuff. No, but I feel like we should wrap on something cool though. Yeah. Any questions? Let's sit. You guys got one last thing we can talk about? Who uh, who do you think I should have on the podcast next? Who would you want to hear uh, on the podcast? If you had to choose anybody, other than Sam. Talk about something else after this too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you've had on. Then you can pick. Anyway. Uh. I'm sure you had Kenyon on. Yeah. Uh, probably had Mark on. Mark's fun. Yeah, I think Mark's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's smart, and his episode will probably be actually funny. Just what was not. <laughs> three laughs. I counted. Mark's probably cool. You ever talked to Brandy on here? I don't have Brandy. Yeah. She get Brandy on here. Yeah, she, yeah. She'll. Yeah. She that'd be good for like just. Yeah. Other side of like. For sure. Like, yeah. Like talk like. I do that. So you want to get like, yeah, you want to help people out with like, yeah, yeah. I'll she's do down. She's down. I mean, <laughs> I'm volunteering. She's down. <laughs> <laughs> she would probably be down to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, being friendly, cool. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, no, like comedy question. Come on, one last. Come one last. You want another comedy question? One last comedy question. I feel like uh, we're cooking, and I, I got like a couple minutes. One last. I got a couple minutes. All right. So, what is the best live show you've ever seen? Damn. You're welcome. Question. Robert Kelly was really good. Mm. 
he was, he was, uh, like, I, I'm assuming he meant famous person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it could have been. I mean, I'd say Robert Kelly was. You could have said Seal. That would have some questions. Oh, you could have been him. Oh, no, oh, I, I was looking for Stato. Oh, oh, my favorite live performance I ever saw was, uh, I saw, well, I'm really gonna show hipstery. There you go. Uh, I saw Father John Misty. Who's okay. Like my favorite, my favorite musicians. I saw him live in uh, Asheville. Okay. And he's just like uh, I saw him live in Asheville. I also saw him live here at the Ritz. That was a few years ago, right? Yeah, but I saw him in Asheville like a year ago. And dude, he's just like such an like I like watching him because it's just like I mean I love his music. Mm. Uh, but I just think he's like such a like, such a talented. Person. And there's like so much of that that I like, like I like to like. I mean, like I'm not like him on stage in any way. Yeah. But like you can take some of that like. When anyone, anytime you watch anybody perform, even if it's not even like stand up, you can take stuff sure. from them. Like there's a like uh, another band that likes car seat head headrest. Okay. It's a real hipster band. Sounding. It already sounds like an annoying hipster day. It's fine. But uh, I like them a lot solely because they redo so many of their songs in mm. different like they'll like basically cover their own songs in different ways which I thought was super interesting because uh, I thought I applied to jokes a lot I like that that's, that's interesting I, I, I liked it a lot mm. because it made it was like oh they have this like they perform the song live differently than they originally released it and then also they release like a single version of it that's not just a short version of it it's like a completely different arrangement different like it's like completely different song and you're like and to me that's so interesting because it's like okay I could like a joke doesn't need to be a joke can exist in different formats like I can have a long version of this joke I have a short version of this joke I have a joke version I have a version of this joke where uh, it's upbeat or like down like or it's like I'm upset about it yep so like that was just interesting to me where you're like you can take the same subject matter and material and just the way you perform it can be completely different. So I'm gonna shoot some rapid fire questions at you. Yeah, right? Right, cool. Best Netflix special you've ever seen? <laughs> the most recent one that I was really laughing a lot. It was the new Cat Williams one. Okay. Uh, uh, but the, I mean, my favorite like all time Netflix special is John Mulaney's. Uh, uh, new in town. New in town. It is like so fucking funny. New in town and thoughts and prayers are my favorite Netflix special. Thoughts and prayers and Jessalick. Yep. That one's funny. I like. I just like how dramatic the ending is. Yeah, I've uh, I still a lot of like his stage presence on stage when like I'm doing like darker jokes. Yeah, like the Pet Smart joke. Like I'll creep on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that now that you say it. Um, let's see. Netflix worst Netflix special you've ever seen. Damn, I turned somebody off though. It's like I don't finish them. Yep. Um. Uh, Damn, I'm trying to think of one that I really just didn't like recently. Uh, there's a lot of really bad ones. Yeah. Uh, come on, I'm trying to think. It's such a long list, guys. I'd rather just say one that I was like kind of just disappointed in. Okay, which one? Um, I love Tom Segura. I didn't really like his most recent one. It was really? It wasn't. It didn't like live up to like what I wanted it to be. Ah, uh, okay. Also, the same thing with John Mulaney's one. We were talking about this. Yeah. Like, the one that got lost to time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna switch that. I'm gonna switch it from the Tom Segura one. Tom Segura one's not like it's just what I think it's just like whenever someone's fresh to you, you're okay. like you're like so enamored by them, and then sure. you're like not. Um, the John Mulaney one, I just didn't. I didn't like 
I didn't like that. I didn't like the cheap, the choice of venue. Space was too big. It was like it just was weird. It was distracting to me. It was just like so big, mm-hmm. and it like his performance became like so disconnected. It felt like to me. Okay. Because the space was so large. Ah, I got you. Um, I think the material is his best material. That he's done. Do you think it was like a like the beacon? If he did like the beacon, I just ra- yeah, just like at a certain point, I think comedy stops being good. The more people you add to a room, yeah, like the stuff that Kevin Hart does, there's no way. I don't know why the fuck you'd ever see that live. Yeah, like, that seems insane. Like I would like, yeah, but like that, but he's somebody who knows how to like shoot it to mm. make it good, like in yeah. that way, like John Mulaney, like. Is shooting at like a Kevin, almost like a near like Kevin Hart size um, audience, yeah. But doesn't have like that down. Like yeah. Kevin Hart is like lives and breathes that, so he's like so used to performing in that kind of like sure. And also just like the way it's shot, like even like he looks so tiny and like 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 like. John Mulaney looks like looks so small and isolated on that stage a lot of the time, and like, yeah. which doesn't work for stand up. It's like you got to be like, it's mm-hmm. got to be like some sort of you have to be able to build a connection. Where with the Kevin Hart ones, it's like always like tight shots on him. Yeah, and it'll cut to the like it'll show how big the audience is. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, but then like for the majority of it, it's pretty like tight in on him. Yeah, and you're like looking at his face, and you're like really getting a. Ch- it's like really intimate. Yeah, like I'm I was seeing too much background uh, John Mulaney special. Like I was seeing like a huge like rectangle of space behind him. It's shot cinematically, but yeah. it's not in a way that not in a way that like benefits the comedy. Sure, we would do a lot inside baseball right now for right. people who don't know about videography and like well, it, lighting. And, yeah, like, it's just great. it's shot very cinematically, but it doesn't benefit stand up. Like where the opposite, uh, well, not the opposite, but like a special that was was shot cinematically. And also benefited was also shot uh, that that also benefited in the way it was shot as well it was like a eight, yeah. John Carmichael's one that Bo Burnham uh, mm-hmm. directed, like it's shot super cinematically. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like yeah. it's like so beautifully shot, and it also is shot in a way that makes sense for stand-up. Mm, smart, because it's uh, like so intimately like there's so many like uncut like when. Whenever like Gerard is doing something like that's like uncomfortable, yep, it's so tight in on his face, yeah, that like the like even the shot is uncomfortable, yeah. So and then when like the joke happens, it kind of goes out to a bigger shot, and you're like, and like that like release yeah. of tension. Let me ask you uh, this: the last question, I'll let you All get right. out of here. That was a good question. We ended on that. It's very good. It's <laughs> not. Oh, that'd be good. No, no. Uh, no. If all right, so let's say you had one last show. That you can perform on, where would you want it to be, and who would you want it to be on? Anybody from the last 40, 50 years? Anybody? One last Any show? Venue. Yep. I mean, I feel like I want it at Good Nights because it's like means so much to me at this point. Okay. Um, I mean, like, there are, are places on my, like, there are so many places on my bucket list of, like, there I want to perform at. Sure. But, like, if I was, like, gonna have to perform somewhere for the last time. That place is like so meaningful to me. Yeah, it's home club. Yeah, so I'd probably say that. And who would I put on it? Like of all time, I don't know. I would probably put my friends. Like I don't know. Like I would. I mean, like I guess. Like I know that's like kind of lame. No, it's fun. I like it. Like you're like, why don't you pick like? 
Well, why don't you pick like you know like Patrice, like bring him back from the dead, and like I just I want because like he's not my friend. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. It's like I don't like. I mean, like it would be cool to see another set from him. Like it wouldn't be as mean. I would, I would pick my my fucking squad, and yeah. we would blow it out, and then I guess I'd die at the end of the show because like I don't know why I would never be able to perform again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's the. I basically do what I normally do all the time. Exactly. I was going to do the same show I already do. I already do the best shows with my friends at Good Nights. Guys, you've been listening to Off the Cuff. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Sam, thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for having me. That was a delay. I thought I wasn't sure if I was still supposed to talk. Uh, And we out. All right.